Your file shows no kills, Bond. But to become a double O, it takes two. How did you die? Your contact? Not well. You needn't worry. The second is... Yes. Considerably. The man was Le Chiffre, private banker to the world's terrorists. Which would explain how he could set up a high-stakes poker game at Casino Royale in Montenegro. If he loses this game, he'll have nowhere to run. You're the best player in the service. The Treasury has agreed to stake you in the game. But if you lose, our government will have directly financed terrorism. I will be keeping my eye on our government's money and off your perfectly formed house. You noticed. I hope our little game isn't causing you to perspire. It doesn't bother you killing those people. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. How's our girl melted your cold heart yet? James, get the girl out. You're not going to let me in there. You've got your armor back on. I have no armor left. You've stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me. Whatever I am. I'm yours. The only question remains. Will you yield? In time? See you in hell podcast. My name is Ollie, and I'm joined by my good buddy Nathan. Say hello, Nathan. My balls. My balls. <laughs> That's a good start to this podcast. Um, and as everybody knows, Daniel Craig is uh the current Bond, and he just released his uh final Bond film, which is No Time to Die. So we decided that we are going to visit his first James Bond film, which was Casino Royale. Uh, this movie was directed by a guy named Martin Campbell. It stars Daniel Craig, Eva Green, Judy Dench, uh, a, a man named Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, it came out in 2006. And the best synopsis I could find on that is, after earning his double O status and a license to kill, secret agent James Bond sets out on his first mission as 007. Bond must defeat a private banker funding terrorists in a high stakes game of poker at Casino Royale Montenegro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So and before before we even get into it, I want to I want to read uh, the description that Nathan sent me in text of this of this film because I think this is a funnier oh, description. Okay. He, he texted me and he says, "Watching Casino Royale, otherwise known as Poker Game Fight, Poker Game Banging Broads, Poker Game Killing, Poker Game Banging." <laughs> yeah. 
that's pretty much it. Like I, I, I didn't, I couldn't remember whether I had seen this before, and I, and and you know, in reflecting, I guess I, I guess I either hadn't or I was too like messed up, like baked or something. I don't know. Like I, I that I don't remember any of it. I remembered one part, which I will talk about later, but mm. I really didn't remember anything about the whole casino part (laughs) which is the last half of this two and a half hour movie where they're fighting doing some poker they bang poker he has like (laughs) he has like seven wardrobe changes in one poker game because he keeps getting his shirt all fucked up and (laughs) blood and everything on it so and he almost dies he almost gets killed right he almost gets poisoned they have to run away from the table so I, (laughs) i mean i didn't remember any of this movie there are many many things i have questions about like you know just so happened that okay why so the very first part of this movie they're all over africa they're like uganda and fucking Uh madagascar or some shit and they're at some cockfight or whatever it is i don't know (laughs) and there's all these uh ugandans so fucking thousand black dudes walking around this place yes and two super suspicious looking white dudes (laughs) just hanging out (laughs) Bond and this other like shitty, <laughs> shitty guy, like a like really shitty agent guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And it's like a hold his ear piece, Ollie. Isn't that the yeah. first thing? Why would they send a guy like that on a mission like this? I mean, yeah. but not only that, when they finally go chasing the guy they're looking for, mm-hmm. he just so happens to be this fucking parkour expert expert. Yes. Living yep. in the fucking living parkour. in the fucking yeah. Parkour. Parkour. And he's like <laughs> You know, flipping off buildings and shit like that. But anyway. Did you did you remember after seeing this? Did you remember the the Office episode where they did parkour? Yeah, well, yeah, it, of course. It, yeah. it was it was this movie that inspired that because they had all gone to see the new Bond film. Oh <laughs> shit! I didn't put back. that together. I didn't put that yeah. together. They're like running around like uh, the the paper company to like parkour. Oh yeah, oh I remember that for sure. Yeah, I remember that for sure. I just and so this was a so this was a. A, a remake of one they'd done before, or apparently Casino Royale was the very first book that um, the the author who came up with James Bond wrote. Uh, uh, so and it, and it had it is a movie that had been made before, and I it's it's really 1976, 1967 it says. Yeah, um, so this is a remake, and this was the first James Bond with uh, with Daniel Craig. Now uh, it's taking a step back, Nathan. Were you? Were you really a James Bond fan growing up, or not at all? This is—I knew you're gonna ask this question. I, I, I think I was for a while, and I think it was uh-huh. because, you know, it was just a movie. I like movies a lot, and it was an action mm-hmm. movie, and it was sort of, um, you know, fantastical, especially back in the day with all the gadgets right. and stuff. Um, and then there was hot chicks, right? And yep. bang, banging. And so <laughs> as a kid, I think I was like, this is cool. Yeah. But as I got into, you know, my uh, elder teen years and into college and stuff, and they came started coming out with like, you know, the movies that are more in my wheelhouse, like the fantasy yeah. sci-fi things. If you hold up a matrix to this, it's like, why am I yeah. watching this? I should watch a matrix again. So yeah. it was, so I, I think I lost a little of the love for these ever since, you know, I graduated high school basically. So, you know, and so, so I, so I'm not coming into this movie being like a giant James Bond fan. No. Are you a right. giant James Bond fan and why? I, I grew up watching James Bond films now bearing it. We've mentioned this before, but my, both of my parents are Scottish. Uh, my father is a very much, very much into, you know, 
the Sean Connery, James Bond. He, I like he Sean liked, Connery. Yeah. But that's because I like Sean Connery. And it's, it's, it's actually the most successful film franchise in history. I know that like, you know, Harry Potter gets press and star Wars gets press, but if you think about the number of James Bond films there've been I think like 25 or some shit. Right. And they've had like five different versions of James Bond. Um, there are, you know, th- there are good James Bond movies and bad James Bond movies. I think this was a pretty good one. I remember the big, the big takeaway I took from this and revisiting it is this is 2006, right? So this is about four years after the last James Bond, which was Pierce Brosnan, who was much more kind of like gentlemanly like and very, yeah. you know, Daniel Craig came at it like John McClane. Like he is a badass. Like he came in and he, I mean, the like the opening fight sequence when he's in that bathroom getting his first kill. It's right. like it's visceral. It's 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 like Jason Bourne movies. It's like really tough and uh and and real. By the way, I've had enough of I've had enough of the drowning somebody in the either the toilet or the sink the sink tropes yeah. that would never right. fucking work your right. body weight would rip that sink right off if you were yes. you wouldn't be able to i'm t- fucking tired of that they do it in um, yeah they, they do it in john was it doing john wick i they, think they've done it in the, they do uh, it in, in like a yeah. in two inches of water or something right. i'm like are you fucking kidding me shut, shut yeah up. if you're gonna kill somebody by the water you might as well rip his throat out like yeah come on be, be more like be more like the guy at roadhouse like Dalton, Dal- be more like Dal- Dal- yeah rip his head. but yeah. this is the other way is the interesting part and i guess i only have two examples so it's not really a very good example mm-hmm. but you know the british have a couple at least two um, really popular franchises where they have characters that they just they 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 can replace, right? Yeah, 007, They can uh-huh. just replace him with a new person every time. They don't have to yeah. worry about they can new actor whatever. And mm-hmm. um, what's the other one? The the sci fi one, uh, the Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Yeah, they also just re- replace him. It's the same storyline essentially, but this right. isn't really the same storyline. Has there ever mm-hmm. been a fucking Bond movie that had a sequel? Or they had, a, uh, or they had a callback. Well, no, that's a good, good point. So, like, technically, I went and saw the No Time to Die. I saw the new one that just came out, and it actually does have callbacks. It does have uh, references. So they actually made a little bit of a story. That generally arc. doesn't happen. It generally does Correct. not happen. These are generally yeah, like they, all self-contained movies. They never really call back to anything. There's a criminal organization uh, that is sort of the underlying sort of villain. Hydra. Hydra. In the, hi, no, it's not Hydra. It's oh. something else. Um, it's that's the, the underlying villain for the next like four films. Uh, okay. And it gets kind of tied up and, and um, tied off in this last one. Okay. You know, I, I, I don't think it, you know, it's, it's interesting. So I'm now sitting back and reflecting on the Daniel Craig era. I think Daniel Craig was an excellent Bond, but I think they also had some faults. And Emily called this out because we actually watched Casino Royale together. And the great thing about Bond was the campiness, like the ridiculousness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like wow. I mean, there were there were early bonds that had like you know the villains like were were building yeah. a base a base in outer space or a base right. underwater or yeah. you know they would have that moment where they were killing Bond using like a, a laser beam that goes really slow yeah. and yeah. they told him the entire plot of their plan and then right. leave the room you know like all the stuff that awesome Austin powers, powers yeah. made fun of was and the reason it was funny is because it actually was in all the Bond films. Christmas I comes think- more. Than, Christmas comes more than twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. After he gets a bang into these fridges, like nuclear physicist role. Like, oh, come on. Ollie. Yeah. And the, 
you know, I think what happened with the modern Bond, this new version of Bond, is they really thought, like, well, we don't want to be a joke anymore. We want to be taken seriously as an action uh, franchise. And they did well. I mean, I, I think um, there were a couple of Bond films in there that were amazing. Uh, there was one in 2012, and I can't believe I'm spacing on it, but it was really, really good. Let me get that list up. Skyfall. Here. Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall was great. I thought that was excellent. It had a great bad guy. Um, I think Here's the... the... Go ahead. Well... So I'm looking at so uh, you know me not being a um, me not being a Bond uh, aficionado. I need mm-hmm. my I need my titles to be to go back to harken back to the old days where you knew what it was yeah. sort of about, like Octopussy. Right. You yes. know what I mean? Like, all right, yeah. <laughs> hey, you That's know, right. Moonraker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Moonraker, <laughs> the Thunderball, yes. Goldfinger. Right. Right. Now the, I'm looking at these latest ones, and you're saying, oh, it's this one that's about. And I'm like looking at titles going like, I have no, I saw these movies, no fucking clue what they're about. By by the way, by even by looking at the titles, Quantum of Solace, I had no idea what that was about. Skyfall, no idea. Spectre, no idea. And I saw all these and Spectre, they need to go back to Moonraker and Octopussy. You know? Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree uh, with you. And one of the, these, you know? I completely agree with you. And Quantum of the Solace might be the worst titled film in the history. Yeah, of what's that all about, man? I remember that. I, I I can't even really place what the bad guy was in that, but I seem to remember he was like some psycho environmentalist who drove a Prius, and it was like <laughs> hard to be very <laughs> scared. Oh god! Uh, the, the Skyfall bad guy was excellent, uh, but we'll get into the bad guys in a second. But I don't want to jump ahead. But um, so I'll just list off what I think is great. I think it. I think it was fun to see Bond be a little tougher, and Daniel Craig did a very good job of being the tough guy. Like he was a bit more brutal, a little bit more. I wouldn't call him working class or anything, but like he was still very sophisticated. But he's the kind of guy who can go into a bar. And he was an orphan. They made him as an orphan, and they talked yeah. about a tough, tough guy. You know, on the streets, yeah. he wasn't rich. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I what was not great about it. I you know another another part of this movie that I didn't love like. You know, one of the most classic things is James Bond has a really cool car. Now, yes, he had an uh, uh, Aston Martin in the second half of this film, but like the first time you see him in a car, it's a fucking Ford rental. So he's like driving right, right, in the Bahamas right. and it's like mm-hmm. a Ford Festiva. Well, uh, you know, like do what he can, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess they're on a budget, you know, MI6 yeah. is on a budget. Uh-huh. Um, Which is so, really weird. That's a big plot point in this whole thing about MI, yeah. which is basically mi6 is on a budget which is kind of an odd plot point to really have when you drill down to it i thought that was a really and i thought it was odd all the way through the end the idea yes. that i mean yeah like how important was this mission not important right. okay well then don't give him any money or don't yeah. even start the mission really right. important okay give him the money he fucking needs or right. whatever to complete the mission like what's the fuck? yeah your government has a giant amount of money I'm, you either like, trust him to to save the world or you don't don't give yeah. it to him half-ass yeah, yeah what is going on it's just yeah. like the it's just like the you know you can't have it both ways so is our government either really stupid or really smart because yeah again the, in their government too but you know putting the fucking loser guy in the fucking in the mission with him at very come on like what yeah. what's happening mm-hmm. anyway, anyways that was my problem so i want to move on to talk a little bit about casting because i think you know obviously we, can, we we don't need to beat daniel craig you know we we know what we think about that but like they cast uh the first m m has always been like the sort of boss of bond and m has historically been a man so they made it jane uh, dame judy dench and i thought she was very good the part that i want to focus on though is the bad guys because the villains are what makes james bond movies great 
If you go back and you think about all the James Bond movies that you've ever enjoyed, it's usually because the bad guy was really good, really either not, not really ever terrifying, but kind of menacing. Uh, and I found a website that had a ranking and there's probably a billion of them that have rankings, but this is one that I found and it's called Den of Geek. Uh, yeah, and they sure. ranked, and they had, obviously there's like 25 uh, Bond uh, films. So they didn't, I'm not going to read all, you know, 25th to first, but the top five. So number five was Jaws. Do you remember Jaws? So, okay. So as you go through these, I'm going to answer honestly. Yeah. Yes, I do remember Jaws. I do not remember anything about that movie except for just a couple cheesy spots. But yes, I remember Jaws. Yep. So he, Jaws was actually in a couple of movies, and he was he was actually one of my favorite bad guys. Very memorable. The, yeah, because he had the teeth, like they right. were steel teeth, and he would <laughs> right. come up and like, and they and he was he would grab you, and then which like, how cool would, would that be if they did that in the in one of the future movies, like brought yeah. Jaws sort of back if right. that's if that's if that makes sense with with. Right. With it made him a cool character with you know an actual jaw that does stuff like that it would be fucking mm-hmm. pretty cool with like yeah yeah anyways go ahead sorry so the next one I actually don't even remember but the character's name is Istavro Blofeld and that was from a movie called and Her Majesty's Secret Service so if you don't yeah. remember that one I don't remember that one no. the, the next one I bet you do which is yeah. from Gold, was from Goldeneye and it's yeah. Alex Trevelyan and this is like one of my favorite characters I don't remember I don't remember him but I remember this name. You remember the same Exana on a top. Zena on a top. Yeah, yeah, Zani on a top. Like, yeah, it's like you know, pussy galore. Come on, Ali. Yeah, I think there was a. I think there was a one movie with um, where the the female uh, good the the Bond girl was called um, Doctor Goodhead. Doctor, yeah, I mean, come on, what? Come on. <laughs> ridiculous. There wasn't anything like that in this movie, was there? No, I oh, couldn't okay. think. I mean, they he he made a he made a joke about it. Like they're in the limousine and they're going to the hotel, and he was reading the instructions from from headquarters about yeah. what the characters are going to be. Yeah, and, and he made a joke to say that you are you are Miss Stephanie Broadchest, and she goes Broadchest, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one. Yeah. Okay, that was they made it a little tongue in cheek. Okay. Yeah. A nod. They did a nod to the, but you know, I mean, would it, I mean it, it would have, it would have ruined it tonally for this movie if they had her named something like that because we yeah. would be thinking, okay, is this supposed to be silly or not or whatever? You know? I honestly think they were trying to kind of reinvent Bond. Like they were. They, you they, know, were. they woke they up were. in two thousand five and said, "We're going to make a new Bond. Here's our new guy. We're going to try to like yeah. change the rules." And I and I applaud them for it. And it was successful. I mean, they made billions of dollars on it. Well, plus them. they had you know, and I don't know when Awesome Powers came out, but you know, yeah. I think also psychologically they may have been thinking we need to distance ourselves from that even further. Yeah, um, because that's so popular, and if we make our, you know, and it's skewering us basically, you know, right. not 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 out of not not out of love, but it's skewering sure. us, and so they maybe thought, well, yeah, it'd be a good time. Let's really split it up here and do do action. Yeah, I I, I prefer the action. I guess I would say, I yeah. just, um, yeah, I mean, again, we've talked about this before. It's super hard to catch my attention with something that's fucking real. <laughs> if it's well, real, I hate it. But I did. I didn't hate. It. I didn't hate. It. But if it's real, you say that because one of the things that Bond films historically are known for is the most incredible stunts, actual stunts. Right. right and they will. Right. They will actually have world record breaking stunts, including this film. Um, they'll have like the world's greatest ski jump ever recorded on film. Oh, the really? Longest car chase. The the world's tallest mm. motorcycle race. Like all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. Like they they push the limits of that stuff, but they don't do it with CGI. And I have to give them respect for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Practical is awesome. Last, 
last couple of comments on the ba- bad guys. There was more on my list. So the number one bad guy, according to this, was Auric Goldfinger and Odd Job. And Odd Job was that big Asian dude with the hat that was like a razor blade thing yeah. that you could throw around. Yeah. But my favorite bad guy was actually the one in Skyfall, which is Javier Bardem, who played Raul Silva. He was chilling. He was like kind of Hannibal Lecter-like, and that was very Yeah, spooky. see, again... <sighs> I mean, I don't remember any of the bad guys in any of these movies, in the latest movies. You say Harvey Arbidem, I, 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 I know what he looks like. I have him in my mind's eye. I'm actually thinking of him from um, No Country for Old Men <laughs> um, is what I'm picturing right now. But uh, I don't remember, again, I don't remember hardly any of these bad guys in these movies. I like Mads just because he's been in some other movies that are, you know, pretty good. I know Remy Malik is like the bad guy in the next one, right? This. Remy Malik, Malik was the bad guy in this one. Yeah, it, it was he, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but it, it generally is about you know it's it's almost always about the bad guy, um, especially yeah. when because you're whenever you can f- plunk another actor in to be a character, um, the character almost the main character almost sort of is a vehicle to just tell the story about the bad guy almost. And the main mm-hmm. character just there to sort of take you through the story when you know when it's this guy is I don't remember. I'm looking at a picture of uh, Javier Bardem with blonde hair and a white suit from this movie. Yeah, and I don't. We're doing him this at is all. from. We're going through the Skyfall pictures because I'm trying to refresh his. The memory only about. Ma- the only movie memory I have of anything Bond lately was him getting in a big fight out in the country in a castle mm. looking thing. Um, mm. I don't know if that was Skyfall or not. I think he, that was Skyfall. But he went out to the country and had. A, there's a guy with a shotgun there that helped him for a little bit. I think and yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was a decent one. I think I saw that on a plane, which is the best yeah. place to watch movies, by the way. If you, you know, I hate planes, but like if you ever want to quote unquote get into a movie, a plane's a good place to just fucking yeah. concentrate on it. But. I agree. I actually will save, I will save movies for flights sometimes. Yeah. Um, because I, I find I can focus on them more. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on from the, the bad guys, I think we've made our point there. But one thing, I, I think there's one last thing I want to hit on before we move on to some new categories that I've created. But because mm-hmm. your text talked about this, the poker. Now, have you ever played poker? Yeah. I have badly. I'm not good. I don't, okay. I don't understand the nuances. So I used to have a regular game. I used to play every Friday night. I used to I play quite often. And I'm not an, by no means am I an expert. I was always the free money on the table. I was yeah, always the yeah. guy that they looked at and said, like, I'm going to take your money. <laughs> right. But the poker that they play in this is the most popular current version of poker, which is Texas Hold'em. Mm-hmm. But, but the hands that occur are so insane. It's like greatest hand ever on top of yeah. greatest hand ever yeah. on top of yeah. greatest hand ever. Yeah. So like oh, they can't have these high stakes games where someone wins with like an, an Jack ace, ace two because the other guy has a queen two <laughs> and you just happen to have the highest card that's hanging out. You can't have an end like that. It's gotta be it's gotta be a fucking straight flush beating everything. You know, yeah, exactly. Royal flush beating everything. It's crazy shit. So I remember at, this movie kind of came out at the time when I was uh you know playing poker often and, and, and the, the the gossip around the poker poker table was that how bad it was at, at at nailing it now by <laughs> contrast another really good poker movie is um the one with uh, matt damon um, <laughs> yeah. Rounders. I never, yeah rounders so yeah probably, excellent excellent poker movie but yeah. this one is not that yeah this um, had a lot of poker that was you know again i didn't you know 
follow it all that much or care about it that much but uh it was uh yeah. you know it was a vehicle to get to the fights in between exactly and even the even the end of the game is sort of anticlimactic like when right. you find out who actually wins or not and what happens after that's kind of like okay oh um, what do we do now but, yeah so one other thing last last kind of comment about what's a flaw with this so one of the things that james bond movies have been known for forever is gadgets like cool gadgets yeah. like, you know like jetpacks and all that yeah. shit. and um this one had a couple of gadgets like his car had like a defibrillator in it and yeah you know, it was all right yeah, small good. things but you figure but, it was supposed should have that, like a defibrillator yeah. and some antivenom or anti- right. I mean, like my gym has a defibrillator, so it's yeah, not like yeah, it's not yeah, really yeah, like yeah, yeah, all yeah. that impressive. But yeah. Emily uh, brought up this topic with some colleagues today, and I uh, and she, and they made an excellent point. Like modern Bond films are going to have a problem making cool gadgets because we're all carrying gadgets in our pockets that are actually more sophisticated than any Bond film, like our cell phones now can like launch space shuttles yeah. and like do all that stuff so it's a little hard to impress but yeah, I, I still think they could try i think he should do more physical gadgets than like weapons like yeah. you know um they have all sorts of things like the russians also all time use like fucking canes that will inject a little pea-sized fucking yeah. radiation in your calf and kill you right. after about two days so why can't he have something that does inject something or an easier a cooler way to put like poison in someone's drink or something like that or right you know or a wrist gadget that had an anti-venom on it so he could do yeah. it at the table click it and it's, right and he could just not even show any effect, which would be even more badass if the guy's expecting him to be all fucked up and he just right. looks at him like, what's up? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. Or how about that? I should be writing sto- these fucking movies, Ali. You should be writing these fucking movies. I agree. Um, how about that recent story about the Chinese that were testing, test firing a hypersonic missile that travels around the world in yeah, like five minutes? I saw that. I saw that. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy yeah. shit, man. So scary times. Put that stuff in here is what I say. Uh, that's one yeah. thing they got away from. They can go back to. I, think. I agree. People okay. are ready for more gadgets. So this is a bit of a format update to our podcast. I'm abandoning the woke scale. We're getting rid of the woke scale, and we are replacing it with this category. We're calling it "What Still Works, What Doesn't Work." Oh, so basically, okay. we're attacking the film and saying, like, if we're watching a movie, like, what still works, what still mm-hmm. would fly today, and what doesn't work. Okay. So like okay. that's it. That's literally okay. how we're going to attack this topic. Because I think okay. people were getting confused and the numbers weren't really clear. I and mean, everything we did was around a seven. So it was kind of like, okay, <laughs> yeah. if that scale isn't really working. So abandoning that. Okay. So what I wrote down for what still works is hot babes, lots of hot <laughs> babes and bond sure. and bond treats them like objects. You're not my type. You're single. Okay. So that still works. No, but, one's, no one's offended by that somehow. But, but, but I also have that in the what doesn't work. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that same thing would be in both sides. Like, I mean, classic Bond fans are going to say that that's what Bond should be like. He's not. He's not a icon of 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 uh, morality. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I do think what's going to happen now is the next Bond will be a symbol of the current time. So I and mm. I and I'm in favor of it. It'll probably be like I, I've I've heard rumors it's going to be Ildris Alba. Or it might even be a woman, you know, like they'll they'll go that way um, mm-hmm. to, to sort of match the current time that we're in. And, and it could be exciting. So I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. Again, it's like to me, for my sort of level of fandom, uh-huh. you'd have to to get me to watch a new Bond film. It would have to have some sort of, I don't know, different hook that I've never seen before. Yeah. That would pull me in um, because spy stuff is just, you know, eh, it's yeah. all it seems saying to me. But um, or 
or like you say, it would have to have some sort of actor that I yeah. either was really surprised that was going to be Bond, probably. It'd probably be more like that, and I'd be more curious to see what they did right. with Bond. So it would have to be someone I sort of probably know already and know right. pretty well. So um, uh, Idris Elba, I think if they put him in there, I probably would be pretty, I'd be pretty interested to see what he did with it. Um, yeah. He's a bigger guy, which might be cool yeah. in fight scenes and stuff. So I'd be totally Tough. down with that, but they could go another way and put something really, someone really not charismatic or not believable. And then I might be, nah, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. We'll um, see. So, yeah, They've got we'll a see. challenge ahead of them because I don't know that it's a real simple answer. So yeah, Daniel um, Craig, though, to be fair, yeah, to me at least wasn't that well known before he took this either. So they don't necessarily yes. how to. I think he'd been in like one or two like romance movies or something that I think yeah. people like. But um, so you know, and, they, and he ended up doing well. So we'll see what yeah. they do. But for me, I probably again, you know, for the casual fan, unless they put someone in there, I know that I'm probably not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Watch it again. Okay, so then, um, okay, so is there anything that you think still works with this mil- film or wh- anything that doesn't work? It's so new, man, that I think, yeah, it all works. I mean, all the, <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the action scenes all look pretty practical and were pretty dope. Um, yeah. I thought that was awesome. Uh, the, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it's written how it's written and it's acting how it's acting. The acting was just fine, I yeah. guess. Uh, you know, I, I thought, Judy Dench was okay. I didn't think, you know, mm-hmm. the lines she has in this movie are Bond lines, you know, okay. so it's like, does she have a chance to be her Judy Denchist? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I thought overall it was, it was good. I thought I, yeah. I did not regret watching it again. Okay. I, well, that's good. I, I like watching it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, moving on to what was going on the year this movie came out. So, it was mm-hmm. 2006. Mm-hmm. So Saddam Hussein was convicted of crimes against humanity by an Iraqi court and he was hanged in Baghdad. Yeah, so that okay. happened. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, North Korea test fired a nuclear missile. I mean, that was going on for a little while. It's been going on for a while, man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I was so fucking mad. I, I was so fucking mad. So mad that year. Yeah. Uh, we got, we got robbed. So cheated. It's so fucking mad okay go ahead. yeah yeah uh the academy uh, uh the, the best picture that year and mad. i'm not bringing back this category but i'm just throwing this in yeah yeah the best picture that year was crash and that was the year that everyone got pissed off i hated it crash like- man it was terrible it was <laughs> and to talk about like listen i'm not trying to talk about like woke before it was woke that was a pretty good woke movie but yeah. um i and I'm, I'm fine with that what i wasn't fine with it was that and I'm glad I didn't pay this to watch it in theater. Was that I felt the five dollars I spent at Blockbuster to rent this movie, I was pretty upset that it was basically like an after school special. It was, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that well acted. I thought the storyline was after school special preachy. It was just, it wasn't that interesting to me. And I was, I would have been pretty upset if I would have fucking paid to see it in the theater. And it wasn't yeah. that good. What? I, 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 mm. I liked it, but I didn't think it was the best picture of the year. No, I mean, I, mean, I don't even know what else it was up against. And now we're opening a can of worms because we kind of took the section out. But I'll, still, I'll look I don't up. think I'll it's fuck. It yeah, it, uh, yeah. So I'll keep okay. yelling at it. And the song of the year, you're going to love this. The song right. of the year that year was Sometimes You Can't Make It On Your Own by U2. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, go watch I, South Park YouTube. Episode. Next time you see Emily, I, I, you guys have to have a conversation about this because she makes fun of me because she thinks it's the most overrated, overrated band in the history of mankind. Yeah, I mean, 
It's, I mean, I listen, I understand why people like them. Uh, you know, they're charismatic band. Uh, all <laughs> their songs sound the same. It's fine. Cause a lot of the bands that I listen to, people would say their songs all sound. Like, okay. All right. I get it. But the bands I listen to whose songs all sound the same, don't make billions of dollars a year. And these guys do somehow. And I don't mm-hmm. understand it and it's fine. But I'm glad everyone likes him. I'm glad you. I mean, the energy must be amazing, right? All, these <laughs> shows, all okay. the other, all the other dorks. I just looked up what the other uh, nominees were uh, for best picture. Uh-huh. Uh, Maybe it was back- the best picture then. Well, no. Back- <laughs> there's one. There's oh, Munich! Kind of Dude, Munich is awesome. Yeah, Munich, Munich is cool. Still awesome. I never it's saw Good Night, Good Luck. I need to watch that. That was boring as hell. It was black and white. It was just like a bunch of guys smoking in black. Edward Armuro, though, you know. Yeah, it was dry and Capote was okay. Yeah, I didn't uh, watch yeah. So no, I, okay. I yeah, crash right. the one should have been. But as usual, also the Academy usually the five they pick about yeah. half of them are shit anyways, and they shouldn't mm-hmm. even be in there. But anyways, right? Okay, so Bill Paxton Award. Well, who's your Bill Paxton Award winner? Oh man. Okay, so here's here's a problem. Uh huh. You know, so the Bill Paxton Award is supposed to be someone that, you know, no matter how or some or if you're talking to me, something that yeah. no matter how long <laughs> in the scene, it steals the scene, right? Yes. Like it's, yes. in every scene there, it steals the scene. And I'm sitting here trying to think, and I'm looking back at this movie. I'm not really, I'm not really, I don't really have someone good for this. At first, I was going to say I thought it might be the dude who. Um, is his helper, uh, the older gentleman that narrates basically what's going on in the poker game to the woman oh, yeah. slash crowd us yeah, so yeah, that we yeah. know what is going on. At first I was like, well, maybe that guy. And I was yeah, like, but that's good. Eh. Yeah, I was like, man, not really. And then yeah. maybe it's the the you know the fine ass the fine ass lady that on the beach that rides on the horse that he, bang, <laughs> yes. he almost bangs. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I can't keep my eyes off her every time she comes on the screen. So I mean, I'm like. <laughs> I think it might be her. I think it might be her, man. And, okay. You know, so so is that not, your choice? If it's not her, I guess second place would be, I mean, for scene stealing, right? Yeah. Probably that the combo of the uh, the chair with the nut, the dude, nut holders cut dude, out. Dude, you can't, you can't have all the choices. <laughs> you can't literally like, list everything. Okay, I'll stop there. Go ahead. I'll stop there. <laughs> Well, what was your bill packs? What was your bill packs? In honor of, <laughs> as my gift to you, I decided yeah. to to fail this week as, as oh, that as you typically do. Let's hear it. And my selection is the wicker chair with the seat. <laughs> yeah, there we go. See, because it feels good, doesn't it? It feels good, doesn't it? When we were talking about this movie, the first thing you said, you're like, yeah. "Oh wait, that's the one where he gets tortured by getting hit in the balls." Oh man. <laughs> Excellent choice because I was going to choose that as first, but I thought you'd be mad at me. So I'm glad you did this one. Now we broke the seal. Now I can do whatever I want. But here's what I want to say about this scene. This scene I thought was the most memorable Bond scene I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Number one. Uh, Was it my favorite scene of all Bond scenes? It might be. (laughs) Just because I I always say this to people when I'm watching a movie about torture. Mm. And I've got a question for you, Ollie. Yeah, you know, if you're, uh, we'll take this to if you're, let's say you're James Bond, or let's say you're a special agent, right? Yeah, 
mm-hmm. and someone smashing you in the nuts like that. So they've, <laughs> they've, they've made you naked, by the way. So you're yeah. naked. So you automatically feel things hurt worse mm-hmm. when you're naked. Mm-hmm. So you're naked. They strap your ass to a chair. They cut out a hole in the middle of the chair so your balls hang down. Yeah. And then they swing a fucking rope with a knot on the end of it. Uh, uh, they torque it up so that yeah. it smashes your balls. Right. Like how, like uh, with that specific torture, how many smacks do you think it'd take me to give it, give it up? What was funny, what was interesting, (laughs) what was interesting about that scene though, is that even though it was, it was like brutal watch, it was also an opportunity for uh, Bond to show how tough he was. Cause remember he kind of did like a Sly Stallone about it. He's like, oh, that's not so bad. You're just tickling my balls. Like, it's like, he was trying to like laugh it off. Like it was no big deal, but like it was obviously. As I'm watching it. Well, I think so. So as I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, does he, and again, audience, if you haven't seen this, he's basically getting smacking the nuts with a rope with a fucking knot on the end of it like over and over again i think it was more than a knot i think it was like a like Uh, like a mace or something yeah (laughs) i don't know it was something they would get his nuts cannonball as he was sitting on this modified chair but the the, uh, and and then at a certain point if you haven't seen this he starts sort of like laughing in pain Mm -hmm. at it and you know he's trying to throw the bad guy off and kind of tell him he loves pain and basically also tell him that He's not going to ever, you know, give him, give up the ghost. He's not going to ever give up the goods. But yeah, I start thinking like, well, what if his bond is in the, in the, in his, he's secretly like a, what do they call it? A masochist or a sadomasochist. He uh-huh. likes pain or whatever. Yeah. You know, like they really get off on it. Like there are dudes on the internet that yeah. like to have their balls stomped on by ladies in high heels, Ollie. They get had- off on it. I remember it was, it's slightly off topic, but God love you it, if you like that. But I, I had, so God love you. I had uh, like this oral surgery this year where they had to extract a tooth because it was cracked and they're putting in an implant to replace it. And I tell you, the tooth extraction was one of the most painful experiences I've been through. And the guy like totally juiced me up with drugs. And I was asking him afterwards, like, do anybody, does anybody ever skip the pain medication? And he says, yeah, there are these people who are like, they they're big into meditation and they're able to like separate themselves from their bodies and like not experience pain. Oh, I was like, Oh my God, I am, oh I am not God. in that category. Yeah. So there's those people and he could be just a masochist anyways. Yeah. So it's possible that, right. you know, in the grand scheme of things, he could deal with all that, which is fucked up because I know, and I always talk to my friends about this. If I, if I ever got tortured yeah. and some, as soon as they should, for dudes, they should just go right towards the nuts and, and, and penis. <laughs> Because if someone like pulled a knife out, Ollie, and yeah. started to stab at your nuts, I would just tell yeah. them whatever they wanted to know. I mean, wouldn't well, you? Like, I mean, if, you <laughs> I mean, ever, if you've ever like gotten like you know, like I remember in rugby, you occasionally get like accidentally kneed in the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. You literally lose breath. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the oxygen comes out yeah, of your yeah. chest. Yeah, it's it's very. I'd be the worst special agent. I would. I literally, as soon as they went for my nuts, I would. I would. <laughs> you would, you would too. You would give them up. You'd give it up too, Ollie. Don't act like you wouldn't. You as soon as they went for your nuts, you'd be like, okay, I would be the worst secret agent. I, I mean, really I would bad. surrender under questioning after like, good morning, good morning. What do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, what do you want to know? I mean, I mean, am I gonna be let go? Because I'll tell you everything if I'm gonna be let go. Just come on, motherfucker. But yeah, that was shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. But this was that was the the best that was the best scene in the movie. I yes. Thought. It was yeah. Really okay. So I'm going to give it to you. I'm, we might have to, you know, because you failed at this so many times, you may yeah. have to adjust the award and call no. it like maybe character or prop. Character well, or we'll, prop. We'll just we'll just say it's still the Bill Paxton Award, but yeah, we'll say sometimes the it's a podcaster 
yeah. can't can't find a you know a human <laughs> actor that was yeah. any good because sometimes they're not. Yeah, sometimes they're not. It's, okay. You know, so this next section, I'm gonna I'm officially name this section. We're gonna call it the Mount Rushmore. So each of these actors okay. might have a career of 20 films, and they might okay. say they <laughs> might say that four or five of their films are on their Mount Rushmore. So. Okay. Going through the list of actors, would Daniel Craig consider this movie on his Mount Rushmore? And, and when you, I'm actually gonna, you know, look up him on, uh, you know, Wikipedia. Well, uh, my answer, my answer is yes because it oh, it, cha- it changed his career. Yeah, he was in Road to Perdition. Layer he was Cake, in Munich. Layer Munich. Cake, I think, was the first movie that was like him standing on his own. Um, yeah, I would say Cowboys and Aliens. I, don't know, uh, I would say this probably is. I would yeah. say. Okay. Oh, he was a Star Wars. That's right. He was a stormtrooper in Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's right. Yeah. Um, and Knives also, Out, though. Was Knives one Out those, was one good. of those newer ones that he might, you know. But, but yeah. this one, but you said it well earlier, is that like this one launched him. And I think that says something. Right? Yeah, I like, think it was his first like big, 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 big thing that people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with that. These other actors, actors, a little harder because, like, I don't think I've seen them in anything else. Like Eva Green, uh, that's the female lead. I don't think I've seen her in anything. She's else. pretty hot, though. I mean, if we're, she was hot. I mean, listen, she was also a great actress, and I'm sure very intelligent yeah. and nice yeah. and right. decent human being. Yeah. Also, very hot. Yeah. I think this is Judy Dench's best stuff because she's like uh, from my experience with her, but my father would disagree because Judy Dench comes from my father's era of movies. So I'm sure there's like a dozen movies that Judy Dench did better than this, but I think I iconic wise Judy Dench as M is probably the best. And then, yeah. What do you think? I, I, I honestly don't find myself watching Judy Dench movies. <laughs> this is probably iconically her That's best it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can't comment. I'm not a Judy Dench aficionado. Then, I couldn't name any other movies she was okay, in. But I know is, she's in other movies. Okay, so Mads Mik- Mikkelsen is the bad guy in this one. And the only other thing I can think of that he... Well, first of all, you would think of something else because he was in one of the Star Wars movies. Yes, he was. He was. Rogue, Rogue One. Yep. Um, but he was also... He played Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal series, the TV series, which was fucked up. I did not like it. But Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it because you thought the subject matter was too weird or you didn't like it because it was dumb? I didn't like it because they, they got kind of acid trippy on the subject matter. I love oh, Tom, yeah, the okay. Thomas Harris books. I've read Silence of the Lambs. I've read Red Dragon. I've read Manhunter. Um, yeah. But I don't I don't love the way that they interpreted those in the TV show. But yeah. uh, they made it very like psychedelic and trippy. Oh, yeah, and I didn't stupid. think that was necessary. Yeah, um, He was also in... Um, uh, he was the main bad guy in Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. So my uh, Mads Mickelson was so. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, and he's got he's got the coolest name, Mads Mickelson. Yeah, it's a cool name. Yeah, I think he's got a brother or two that are pretty well um, sought after in Hollywood as well. It's kind of like it's weird. The um, what's that family that the one guy did it? Uh, oh yeah. So the Stars Guard. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. There's a million Stars Guards out there, and they all are mm-hmm. well acting. Anyway. Yeah. 
All right, man. So I think we're ready to, unless you have anything else to say, I'm ready to move, move on to trivia. You ready for no, some trivia? No, let's do some trivia. Blow, blow my mind with this trivia. Okay. Daniel Craig initially rejected the part of James Bond as he felt the series had settled into a standard formula. He changed well, his true. mind. <laughs> he, he changed his mind when he read the script. And I could see that. I mean, the previous Bonds with like Timothy Dalton. This is what you were talking about, how they changed yeah. the attitude of it. And he probably yeah. saw it and was like, oh, okay. It's not stupid. I mean, so what, do you, what would you, I mean, I don't, we don't want to, we don't need to rank all the Bonds because you probably don't remember. I don't any, remember any. Any in the middle, but would you put him close to Sean Connery? Is he at least in the discussion? With yeah. Sean I just like Sean Connery just because he was Sean Connery. And, yeah. Uh, he's awesome at everything. Um, yeah. More so than I wouldn't necessarily go and say, Oh, I love everything. Yeah. He's just like a, a guy you watch, right? Like a Daniel Day Lewis versus you yeah. know, Daniel Craig's not a guy I would just watch a movie for. Right. Um, so uh, I would say, though, that, um, you know, I remember these better than any of the Sean Connery ones, but it's also because I watched them later. Mm. But yeah, I would say they're, they're good. They're, they're good for what they are, for sure. They're they're freaking they're action movies. They've got mm-hmm. some spy elements that are relatively OK. Um, right. They shoehorn in the 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 the, the, the thematic stuff which makes right. it a little too obvious the woman you know mm-hmm. he, he has to bang and yeah come on. yeah but and <laughs> so uh, other than that yeah they're, 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 yeah they're, 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 yeah it's they're fun it's yeah it's good they're you know fun. who would do a, who would do a fun james bond would be the uh Rock. no quentin tarantino Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god! I Tarantino, Eddie Eddie film would be awesome. You know how he's only gonna write do one more movie. He said, right? Yeah. I heard he's gonna do Kill Bill three. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, that's interesting. Uh, what what I maybe hope he ends up doing is like maybe not writing the movie, but maybe he uh or directs a movie or whatever. Maybe he writes a bunch, writes a bunch of movies, so we still get Quentin Tarantino like stories he's just not directing it you know what i mean or like you know so maybe he will go and do Mm -hmm. like a bunch of the you know maybe he will do a bond movie maybe he will do a star trek movie maybe he will do a that'd be cool anyways yeah we'll see he's not gonna he's not gonna i mean maybe he'll retire i mean maybe who knows i hope not I hope not too, because he does great stuff. I, yeah. I I think um that Hollywood movie was amazing. Incredible. I want to watch it again. I need to watch yeah. it again. Yeah. We might we might have to break our our rules and cover that one because that one is <laughs> fantastic. Don't. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the car barrel scene. So you remember there's a big scene where the car car flips over like a hundred times, like yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like one of the stunts that like has the world record. So the car barrel oh. roll stunt and Aston Martin DBS broke the world record for the most barrel rolls assisted by a cannon. Originally, the <laughs> racing specifications, the DBS meant that a standard ramp would not be sufficient to get the car to roll. So they put a cannon <laughs> under it to fire it. Sure. Um, <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm I've sure. seen those things where they, they have a pneumonic cannon that goes bam and knocks it up or whatever. Those are always yeah. crazy. Gets also, v- yeah, very, very unrealistic, but crazy. Yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah, the, the, I will say, again, stunts are coolness. They're just fine, you know, no matter how believable or unbelievable they are. Um, I will say, just like you were saying about CGI, I am I am a big fan of realistic stunts. Meaning, mm-hmm. you compare these movies to like the Born Identity. Yeah. In the Born Identity, there are no car explosions ever because right. because right. cars don't explode generally. Right. <laughs> and there's no cars that are being pneumonically flipped up in, in right. the Born movies. It's all super realistic, which is why I really dug those movies as far as like mm-hmm. uh, action movies. Was you know, when things get 
ejected 17 feet in the air and you know that's impossible you're kind of like yeah oh, come on now. i like the boar movies because they follow kind of the ronin uh mantra of yeah. ultra ultra realistic car chases yeah ronin had a really good amazing, one right amazing car chases how Ronin's, long was it was it like a, oh like car chase a couple was of pretty them. long wasn't it there were a couple in that movie that's one of my favorite movies too we might have to cover that one too it's yeah. it's a underappreciated film i think i've only seen it once Oh, it's so good though. Sean Bean plays like a, a loser. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Daniel Craig lost his front two teeth while filming oh, a fight scene in Prague. Yeah. He had to have his dentist oh. fl- fly from London to replace God. him. That's like yeah. one of my all-time fears is getting my teeth smashed out. Even as a kid, I'd have nightmares about it. Like, Well, that's the thing right now. I've got a tooth kind of missing on my left side. It's kind of close to the front. It's bothered me all year because it's gone because they're putting in an implant. So they yeah, yeah. In, they put the implant in, but then they can't put the fucking tooth in for six months. So I like, had one of the same, like yeah. all, pretty close to the front. Not yeah. all the way close, but pretty close. And yeah, I had to deal with it. Like if I yeah. smiled too much, it looked like I was missing it, like hillbilly missing a tooth. Yeah, it drives yeah. me crazy. It yeah, bothers me a lot. lot. So it's in a couple a of weeks, I get the new one. And by the way, it's also a fortune. Like the whole thing is. Oh, yeah. Like thousand like dollars or some shit. Yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. And it's beyond insurance. Like you yeah. your insurance. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, I could go. I could yep. go forty-five minutes on that. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Couple bits of casting. So apparently, Henry Cavill was almost the Bond. You know, Henry Cavill yeah. who plays the plays. Well, the he just man. played a he played a secret agent in some movie that was that came out just I don't know a couple of years ago, didn't he? Um, Shit. So this is interesting though because at the time he was considered for this he was 22 years old and he was considered too young. Oh yeah. But but another piece of trivia is this is the first film, the first James Bond movie that portrays James Bond as a rookie. In all right. previous movies he had been a spy for a long time. So I actually think as much as I like Daniel Craig and I'm happy we got Daniel Craig, I think it would have been pretty interesting to have like like an infant style, you know, really young James Bond. Two uh, things and- with Henry Cavill Mm-hmm. Mad from Uncle, he played a spy. Um, yeah. And then uh, um, Mission Impossible Fallout, yes. he played a spy, I think, in that he was too, or whatever. Badass so. in that. Speaking yeah, of so, fight. so now, if I thought about him being in it now, also much like Idris Elba, would be a bigger dude. Right. In that role, it might be cool to see that. Um, yeah. Might take away too much if he's going to be doing Superman still or not, but that yeah. that'd be cool now. But I could totally see how 22. But yes, I also noticed that they talked about his first kills, and that's how you get a 007 is by getting two kills. Yeah. And so I also noticed that, yes, they did him as a rookie in here, which was cool. Yeah. Um, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. So another bit of uh, casting trivia. These are the actresses that were considered for the part of Vespa Lynn. So Vespa Lynn was the main character, right, right, female. Right. So Angelina Jolie, Naomi Watts, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, and Charlize Theron. Well, Dolly's giant names, and they gave it to this lesser yeah. known person which is generally what they do the ladies in these things are generally not superstars superstars uh yeah. it's usually they say that budget for the villain and for the yeah. 007 so yeah um but there's always a lady in these movies and they're always um you know maybe i'm right maybe i'm speaking above my below my pay grade because i don't really know who the supporting actors were well these, but, i think angela for- jolie 
I, I think Angelina Jolie was was a big star in 2006, but these others oh, probably yeah. not. I think Naomi Watts, Scarlett Johansson, and Shirley Theron were probably like unknowns or close yeah, to unknowns. Or, yeah, or mid tiers or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I mean they would have been fine. I mean Charlize Theron's awesome as a yeah. as a fucking action star. So is, Dude. So is uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mad Max. There was like that one that one thing on Netflix. They had axes and stuff, which is pretty cool. She was in. She was also the. She played the evil company person in. Prometheus. Oh yeah, Prometheus. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think she was. She was sinister enough for that. But um, no. but I I I still like. I actually I was just listening to a podcast that's talking about the sequel to Prometheus. The um. Anyway, change the subject. Anyway, so that's the end of the trivia. Thank you so much, Nathan, for indulging me to cover a Bond film because I know they're not your favorite, but I think yeah, you yeah. did a pretty good job. I mean, you picked the one with the ball smashing scene, which is the right <laughs> one to pick for me. That was yeah. the right one to pick because, you know, I like me some ball smashing. I like me some torture scenes, uh, you know, and. Uh, I always think about the torture scenes and it's like, <clears throat> you know, somebody ha- has to or gets to, depending on how you look at it, think of all the the, the scenes, the torture scenes. Yeah. You know, it's like how, okay, it's like, so when they're in the meeting, they're like, okay, now how fucked up are we getting here, guys? And they're like, okay, now we're not cutting his balls off. But right. we want to do something with his balls. Okay, okay. Yeah. What do we do with his balls? Uh, how about we? It's like they said that they had to think about this stuff and write, right. write it on the wall. They probably have a bunch of sticky notes that say, "Okay, smashes balls when he sits in a wicker chair." Okay, that's one. All right, let's do nipple clamps with some alligators. Okay, that's two. Yeah, and like it's like so. I just like that. I think that would be an awesome job to write that stuff mm-hmm. out. But uh, but no. Um, I think uh, we did a good job. We covered it off here. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, so. so normally this is where we have an uncomfortable debate about the next film, but we already know what the next film's going to be because we're actually going to cover it in 22 minutes. We're about to jump on with Sarah. We're going to cover the movie called The Lost Boys. Are you excited to cover Lost Boys? Oh, my God. I mean, this one is a little more... Uh, hey, my wheelhouse. I mean, I, I yeah. watched it as a kid and stuff. Um, haven't seen it in forever. Uh, yeah. So I'll be more interested to see what kind of Sarah thinks about it because you know mm-hmm. she does like vampires um, yeah and I, i'm interested to talk about what they would do in the new one as well i think uh, we yeah. talked about they're gonna probably reboot it it's probably gonna, uh, we'll talk about it in a little yeah. bit i don't want to we'll save give the ghost we'll away it. too much but yeah yeah but uh but yeah so lost boys uh that's coming, coming up out, we'll do that next and uh then we'll so i guess we'll argue about the next movie on yeah. the next podcast okay. exactly exactly great. Great. so nathan i will i will see you in hell and i will see you in 21 minutes so right. go to hell go all to right. hell buddy all right see you in hell see you all in hell. right